I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. Are you Tony Stank? Don't get technical with me. She needs to sort out her priorities. That's no moon. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first. Welcome to the A Plus Z Movie Review Podcast feed. I'm Zach. I'm the Z in the A Plus Z Movie Review. And I'm Alex. I'm the A. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> welcome to the feed. Uh, we got a couple things for you uh, on the feed right now. You should be seeing this, which is a sample size of what you can find in our other podcast. We were doing some testing of our equipment, and this is what we came up with. We figured it's a good enough way to get a little intro to us and what we sound like in, this in a is, bite size. This is our first podcast together, so we just decided to do a, a trial run. Yep, and so uh, you'll find three things. You'll find this sample bite. Uh, you'll find a catch-up of ours. We have an Instagram feed where this podcast was birthed. Uh, our Instagram is a.z underscore movie review, where we do a pretty simple thumbs-up, thumbs-down system with a quick blurb. And that started as just a fun thing we did because Alex and I go to the movies all the time. And she started this as a, as a fun thing to do after we saw all of her movies. And that weird millennial quirk of sharing all of my thoughts and opinions on the Internet. Yep. And so unsolicited. We, so we've made this into kind of a curated podcast feed. So we weren't inundating all of our friends on our Instagram stories. And we just kept doing it and enjoying it so much. And now it's built to the point where we think, what the hell? Let's talk about these movies and have longer conversations about these things we just we just enjoy going to the movies and, and talking about movies tv pop culture and the like um so you'll find this catch-up that we have of five movies that we've seen recently that we hadn't got an opportunity to put on the instagram because we did fall a little behind but this is our big catch-up and we're launching that into launching the podcast we talk about uh dr strange the multiverse of madness we talk about jurassic world dominion we talk about the immeasurable weight of, or the unbearable weight of immeasurable talent. Massive talent. Massive. The Nick Cage movie. Unbearable weight of massive talent. The Nick Cage film. <laughs> Shouldn't have named it that. Jeez. Um, the Bob's Burgers movie. And we round out with a, a thrilling discussion on Top Gun Maverick. So look for those. And then we're also going to be recording an instant reaction as we go see the new Pixar film Lightyear in theaters. Uh, it'll be a big return of the movies for pic the big screen for Pixar, so we're excited to see that, and we'll have our first live reaction, instant reaction on the on the feed as well. So, and all of this will eventually be broadcast on our Instagram, which again is a dot z underscore movie review. So yeah, look out for those. Go follow us on Instagram, and for now, enjoy this bite sized sample of the A plus Z movie review podcast. Can't cancel Quidditch. Silence would. What's your favorite Harry Potter book? Six Half Blood Prince. Why? Which is a unpop not an unpopular opinion, Mr. but not Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Not a not a common common selection. I mean, no. There's a, is a twofold. The answer. one where Dumbledore dies. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's not why I like it. <laughs> you hate old people. Yeah, that's old old man wizards. 
time to tear down the patriarchy. Get rid of Dumbledore. Right? Yeah. You've always been a Dol- Dolores Umbridge stan. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Is that attacking? Yeah. Care. I, I, sorry. I'm just, I'm just looking at the wall of decrees that are in the house of things I can't do. Pretty sure. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this is character assassination. Yes. No, I mean, it's there's a twofold to this answer. The first one being Half-Blood Prince was the first book that came out after I had moved away from all of my friends that oh. I was involved into Harry Potter with. That's really sad. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was the first first time I was really like venturing into this world without my without my friends nearby to like talk about an experience together. Yeah. The other reason being it's my favorite aspect of, of all the Harry Potter stories is just doing stuff in the castle. Mm, there's and a lot of castle stuff. It's the last one where yeah. they're in the castle for the for most of the book. Yeah. So it's like my last opportunity and it's a nice, it has a nice sort of like, I don't want to say subplot, but maybe like a subtone where it's like, you know, they're wizards and they're, they're capable of all these incredible things and and one of them's destined to like die but they're also like very much experiencing normal teenagery things of like heartbreak and and isn't it the last quidditch subplot we get with like isn't that where ron and uh mcclagan yeah duking it out oh yeah that's all that's all the angle that you care about though which is the one with the most quidditch (laughs) well that's why which would be book number three right but that's not my favorite book no my favorite book's the one with the olympics in it yes (laughs) which is you know the same problem wizard olympics why is there no why is there no quidditch in the twilight wizard cup should be um probably because victor crumb would beat everybody I mean, being the professional quidditch player of the four it would give harry a good humbling that he needs yeah but Gryffindor's that's not the best at everything that's the harry. point that was a plot point in the book that was not illustrated in the movie in that harry won his egg by flying which you know the professional flyer didn't do yeah and he used like the funky ronsky faint move to get his egg you know egg yeah i, I understand it was clever. The best Quidditch is in book three, though. And that's my... That's that's the one where Gryffindor wins the House Cup and, and Oliver Wood goes down a champion. Don't use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Here's your loaded question, I guess. Uh-oh. There are three phases to... The Star Wars universe, right? Yeah. Original. Broad tri- strokes. An original trilogy, mm-hmm. a prequel trilogy, and a sequel mm-hmm. trilogy. From each trilogy, you can only keep one movie. Which one are you keeping? So I'm picking three? Yeah. Um, I and I wouldn't necessarily limit that to, like, what's your favorite of the three, but just, yeah. like... Reasons? Um... I think it's actually pretty straightforward for me. Um, prequels, it's Revenge of the Sith. Without which one's that again? That's Episode Three. 
That's the one I fall asleep through only a little bit. Well, so throw out the rest of the prequels for what they are, what they, you know, the, the fun times, the journeys, the bad stuff, the awkward romances, all that stuff. The prequels have one point sure. to show you how Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader and how the Jedi Order falls. For the most part, if if you're introducing someone to Star Wars and you don't feel the need to show them everything like I did to you, uh, you can you can just show them episode three. Like, do you have to say, well, who's that? Well, that's Anakin Skywalker and that's Obi-Wan Kenobi and their master and Padawan. They're in the middle of a war with and the Jedi are fighting, you know. <laughs> Does episode one need to exist like at all? Ever. I mean, besides just like introducing characters or whatever, but I mean, no, no, but let's live in a world with less Jar Jar Binks, less Jar Jar. <laughs> um, I think there's a way I'm of the camp that like I, I understand why they started with meeting Anakin as a child to show that he is the chosen one. He was a virgin in the force. You know, he's. He was just, you know, the midichlorian count is off the charts. Right. No, he, none of that stuff. You don't need any of that. Is it true or, and I'm sorry, we'll get to the rest. Yeah. But like, I'm the details. You open the box. I'm, the details are foggy. He is allegedly like comparable to Jesus, right? Immaculate and, conception. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His mother uh, was just. Minding her business. Impregnated with the force. <laughs> So there's there's a theory. It's like a lightsaber or some shit. There's a theory that (laughs) could you imagine that Sheev Palpatine, uh, Darth Sidious, the Emperor, was yeah no, he was just attempting to create life out of the Force as it was to create a chosen one to create a successor. He didn't necessarily pick me specifically but there's the theory that he was doing this he didn't know where it went it just happened to be shmi skywalker and then he was just anakin and by the luck of the fate the will of the force qui-gon jinn lands on this planet qui-gon jinn finds him brings him into palpatine's life and here we are 30 years later people are missing out on the fact that this is an audio medium because <laughs> they just missed like the massive eye roll. <laughs> yeah. Just, just <laughs> always accept that there's a giant eye roll with any nerd thing. Yeah. I'm explaining to you in detail. Deep dive. Okay. So then so, original trilogy. Yeah. So to, to, to wrap the bow on the prequels, you get, you get the Obi-Wan Anakin fight. That's, that's all you need. That's all you need. I mean, that's Duel of the Fates. That's episode yeah, one. Yeah, that... Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one good thing that comes out of episode one, it's just this one song. Many, <laughs> many people out there will try to give you the argument that it's John Williams' best piece of music conceptually, which... I mean... I'm not going to argue against, necessarily. The Olympics are pretty iconic, Zachary. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's what you... The whole prequel trilogy leads up to that you can move on for the original trilogy 
based on what you know about me, you know my favorite is Empire. Yeah. But Empire unto itself is not what I would choose. I would choose the original. Star Wars The Motion Picture. Episode 4, A New Hope. Interesting. Because even if we were in a world where... (laughs) Like, like if you go all the way back to 1977 and the movie comes out, it's a success. Everybody loves it. And there's never a, 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 a Empire Strikes Back. It is just a singular film. It is still one of the great films in American history. It's still a pillar of American culture. It is groundbreaking. It is the perfect execution of the hero's journey for Luke. And you get it's simple good versus evil. You win the day and, you know, laughs and adventure and the whole thing. So I think of the three in the original trilogy, it's it's a pretty perfect movie. And if it if nothing ever existed after that, are we busting out the P word? Yeah. For a new hope. Yeah. Bold. Bold. True. It's I mean. I think that's a matter of opinion, actually. It's, when it comes to, like, uh, the, the Joseph Campbell, the hero's journey, that, that all that, like, film theory stuff, there's nothing, there's not a thing to, like, poke at it. What do you, what do you, what are you trying I to say? I thought that movie was, it's incredibly cringy. Oh, that movie was 1977. Through. What do you mean? I just, What's when, cringy whenever I watch it, I'm just like, ugh. Why? What, just, what makes you It just cringe? is a natural reaction. It's also been a very long time since I've seen it, so... And I've also seen a lot of new... We're free tomorrow. No. We've also seen a lot of new... <laughs> um, Star Warsy content mm-hmm. that has, you know, warped some opinions here and there for the better. Sure, but... But I don't know. Yeah. I just whenever, like... My name is Luke Skywalker. We're here to rescue you. Oh, okay. Mark Hamill wasn't winning best actor that year. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not even the worst that Hamill is. Like, I think the best Mark Hamill is is in that movie. Eh, I guess he's pretty good in Return of the Jedi, but the the whole... No, that one's the worst one of the three. In terms of his acting? No, of the three. Oh, of the three movies. Yeah, I'm saying of Mark Hamill's acting. Yeah, I I don't even know. I mean, it's. I just not, feel nothing, Luke Skywalker is such a like non-essential person at that point, which yeah. is hilarious. Right. Well, and he's he is whiny. I was oh, going to touch the station. station. Yeah. <laughs> but that plays in. It it gets worse. I uh, no, I am your father. No, that's impossible. <laughs> yeah. And then, you but know. you would keep four. Okay, so uh, if if I had like if I had to pick one to survive on its own for the rest of the time, yeah. But for the sake of this conversation, yeah, you're still picking four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Empire Empire is the best movie. It's my favorite movie. It's uh, the most. I don't know if you want to say the most cinematic, but it's it's the most Shakespearean of them all. Where it you really get these like. It's character stuff. It like yes, you get the big battle at the beginning of the movie, which, you know, is kind of like a flip. The Hoth. Oh yeah. 
the amount of times I had to remind you about what happens in these things. And yet I can sit here and like go tit for tat with you on a Harry Potter. What's in what book, what movie. Um, it, like it's, it's great. But when it comes to like a full story, like if you just watch empire and you, and you have no idea what else is going on in star Wars, you get a little lost. Yeah. Who's, who's the guy in the Cape? That's uh, William December Williams. Okay. Hey. Okay. Sequel trilogy. Uh, Jesus you Christ. gotta pick. You gotta pick one. I mean, this is the easiest one. Yeah, I I think <laughs> so, but it's also a very complicated. So no, but it's it isn't. It is like I I don't I, maybe I'm not understanding the the prompt correctly because in if. If the idea is you're just taking this, you have to save it. Save it, right? The all the, the other ones are gonna get every single copy of it known to man is gonna get put into a community fire. Right. Well, then in that case, the what you're talking about, the what becomes of everything, you don't have to worry about. Force Awakens is amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, for for all of the joy I had experiencing the original trilogy at home special editions in the theater for the first time seeing the prequels as they came out as a as a as a adolescent and a teenager and all that stuff nothing was as spark of joy in my entire life watching films than the first time seeing the force awakens because at that point it was it's like because i was there sure <laughs> always helps yeah but it was definitely a thing of like i never thought i would see star wars new star wars ever again and it came on and it was fun and it was new and yes they replayed some old beats some old classic stuff but it was just it filled me with such happiness that like just pure joy yeah that movie is pure joy to me there's nothing wrong with that movie to me now because the other thing with it is that in in my mind, it was a movie that it was fun to sit through. It was incredible to to restart this universe and do it in such grand fashion. And then it ends with such possibility and like, where could this go from here? What is like it was probably harsh to Mark Hamill to make him only come in to stand on the top of a rocky island for his only scene in the first star wars movie I don't know. In seems like a really easy payday to me sure but it you know i would have i think we all would have liked to see more of luke considering how much we got of han um mm. but i disagree but it's uh you know it, the, everything that comes after it is just such a no matter which way you lean on it, it's such, every, a, it's such a web fart. From from that point on, everybody is mad. Yeah. Because either you don't like the Last Jedi, which I don't, and there's and then there's the people that love the Last Jedi and can't understand why people don't like it, which so, I don't like them. Exactly. <laughs> and then you know there's the the pushback against Ryan Johnson and what everyone was doing and, and you know the the way they handle 
new characters and whatever and then you get it's like okay well now we go to rise of skywalker and there's people that like the rise of skywalker really a, a bunch and there's people that think it's bad and there's people that think that both are bad and it's just no from force awakens there was plenty of pushback of people thinking that oh you just did new hope all over again of course you're just playing on people's nostalgia and it's like yeah and it worked yeah. people loved it i would say that the force awakens is probably my a new hope it was the I first one you saw. I yeah. enjoyed that one, and I probably saw it. You saw willi- it with me. willingly, willingly four times. Yeah, you saw it. With but me I think four we times. actually saw it six. I saw it six. I think you saw it with me four. I think the last time I saw it with you was the day after I bought it on DVD. <laughs> right. And you were like, "Let's go see it at the dollar theater," and I, that was that the, was because it was after Batman v Superman. And I was, said, "Let's go be happy." Again. That was the time. When I was like, I really don't want to see this movie again, but um, we'll have to talk about Batman versus Superman in another episode, because that's just a fun story to tell from my perspective. I just, that's a. Yeah, no, I'll tell it. I'll tell it. That's a day I never want to relive. <laughs> the white knuckles. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about controversial directors? and. Ryan Johnson's one thing, Zack Snyder is a different level. Yeah. I don't but. I mean, not to like go there, but No, we don't have to. Ryan Johnson. I mean, we've tried Ryan Johnson. Knives out. Eh. Yeah. Chris Evans is great, but yeah. Ryan Johnson is eh. I mean, probably give his new Netflix movie a, a go. Oh, sure. Just cuz it's it's going to be a conversation. I'm yeah. just interested in to see if it if it truly is a me problem or if it's a him problem yeah. or or He's what from San Clemente he right? is from yeah yeah his first movie that he ever made um Brick he filmed at San Clemente High School Dope. with Joseph Gordon Levitt Angels in the Outfield yeah Robin Third Rock from the Sun <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You that Five movie where he watches summer. a lot of porn <laughs> Looper um. So, to recap. Yeah. Episode three, which is Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith, A New Hope, and mm-hmm. then Force Awakens. Force Awakens with an asterisk, maybe just because like the other two are just total, total dog shit. Again, I, I've, I've told you that I've come to enjoy half of the Force, uh, half of the last Honestly, Jedi. Ryan Johnson should just pay his penance. By making a series about Rose Tico for all of us to watch Uh, once, for all of us to watch once to make it worth, make her part in this, in these movies worth our time. And then we'll never worry about it ever again. And again, this isn't isn't about, you know, no, this is not about um, Kelly Marie Tran. Raya. No. This is, this is about the character Rose Tico. I think Rose Tico is just a bad character. Yeah. You know who could fix her though? Probably Dave Filoni. (laughs) If if Dave Filoni came out onto the stage at the next Star Wars celebration and just said, hey, everybody, I'm making the Rose Tico show animated series. (laughs) Still voiced by Kelly Marie Tran, because, you know, you can not do that. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I would have to give it a shot because, you know, all trust in Dave Filoni. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if any if it, anyone can save it, it's him. Look, 
Maybe, but maybe if, it's one of those things where even Dave is like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> Dave even gave, well, to, to, I guess, to fight against that, even Dave couldn't save Jar Jar. No. Because Jar Jar in the Clone Wars is still Jar Jar. Just... He's better because it's all animated, but it's just like, I just, I... somebody made him a senator. God. I just pour one out for that voice actor. Give him a pat on the back and yeah. buy him a beer. Ahmed Best did his best. He's, the, again, a landmark person in terms of motion capture CGI I just hope creatures. he stopped getting death threats. Yeah, now he hosts that Jedi Kids game show Good on Disney+. Him. Plus. The Jedi Temple. Me so proud. <laughs> Maxi Big the Fourth. Thank you, and I'm sorry. And there you go. That's our quick uh, quick talk on uh, a little bit of Harry Potter, which is Alex's favorite IP. Star Wars, my favorite IP. And uh, we're, as we said, we're a fan of all movies. Uh, we do have our favorites, and mine's Star Wars. Yours is Harry Potter. Uh, but yeah, if you enjoyed that, please give us a follow on Instagram at a.z underscore movie reviews. Uh, movie no, review, review. Movie review. No S. Sorry. <laughs> a dot Z underscore movie review. And that's where you can find our thumbs up, thumbs down reactions and a quick blurb on uh, all things movies that we see uh, in a week out, week out basis. And again, yeah, look forward to more things in the feed. We've got the movie catch up with our five movies, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Jurassic World Dominion, the unbearable weight of massive talent, <laughs> the Nick Cage movie, Bob's Burgers, Bob's and Burgers. Top Gun Maverick. Well, there you go. And, uh, and again, we'll have instant reactions to Lightyear on the feed shortly. So until then, I hope you enjoyed your time and I hope you stick around and we'll see you at the movies. Bye.